Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? What is going on in my favorite podcast, people? Holy smoke, I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope this day is treating you well. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but we have to address it, okay? The Women's College World Series. How about them Sooners? What? Ridiculous, right? Yes, I am talking about Oklahoma softball winning their third straight national championship. Let's stinking go. Yeah, I get it. Many of you may not be OU fans, but there has to be a part of your competitive nature that applauds the incredible feat that this college team has done. Like any college team in any sport to have a three-peat national championship, holy smoke, in a row, in a row. Not just like, hey, we've got three national championships. No, 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 they got more than that. But in a row, that's insane. And if you have not seen some of the post-game interviews with Patty Gasso, the head coach, or some of the players, find a social media outlet, just get on there, look it up, because it, it's worth your time. The players, like, they are legit just talking about Jesus. I, I mean, and not just a little bit, like, they're sharing the stinking gospel. It is amazing. It's just, it's it's awesome. So, okay, I said I wasn't going to spend a lot of time on it, so... Moving on, for all of you non-softball fans, I don't even understand that. But moving on, (laughs) uh, I realize that I did not give you guys a song in the last episode. So remember, we started this new thing where I speak, like I just say a song, like just just talk regular, the lyrics to a song, and then you have to guess it. So uh, I realized I didn't do that last episode, but we're going to fix. We're going to fix that in this episode. Um yeah, so, alright, here we go. This is this is the song, okay? I'm, I'm going to try my very... And again, I picked a no-brainer. Like, there is... You're going to... I'm trying to ease us into it, alright? I want you to... I want you to have some success straight on, alright? But anyway, alright, here, here, here are the lyrics. Goodness. Um, see if you can figure out what song it is. Now that the party is jumping... With the bass kicked in, the Vegas are pumping. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. I'm cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Burning them, if you ain't quick and nimble, I go crazy when I hear a cymbal. In a hi-hat with a souped-up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Okay, you gotta know what the song is by this point, right? <laughs> like... Ding 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 ice ice baby a little vanilla ice right a little yeah yeah uh yeah right 
cooking them like a pound of bacon, burning them if you ain't quick. Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. But um, yeah, vanilla ice, 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 baby. Good stuff. Yeah, little trivia fact about yours truly. I, along with three of my buddies in high school, we won a lip sync contest to that very song. We, uh, yeah, like, true story. We won $50 and a trophy. So, I mean, back in the day, 50 bucks, we were like, what? Man, Taco Bell, here we come. Uh, is it kind of crazy that I would still go, Taco Bell, here I come? No, I wouldn't do that. I'm trying to eat better. Um, but, yeah. So, a little lip sync contest to Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. All right. Next time I will pick a harder song. And again, it's so hard to speak the lyrics without it. Like it plays in your head when you, anyway, yeah, you you get it. You get it. All right. Let's get into what God has in store for us today. Man, we've been, we've been chasing some squirrels. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but I am doing the Bible recap with Tara Lee Cobble. Oh my goodness, I stinking love it. It takes you through the Bible in one year in chronological order. So it's basically a reading plan. So my time in God's Word right now, I I have a quiet time about the same time every day. Uh, I got two dogs, Macy, Abel. They're awesome. But Abel is, I've never set an alarm clock in years. Uh, I haven't had to set an alarm clock in years uh, because he just, man, 6.15, 6.30, boom, he's up and he's very excited that it's a brand new day. And uh, I mean, I can't get mad at it. Like I'm I'm a little bit excited it's a brand new day too. So uh, after I get up and get them taken care of, I have my quiet time. And right now my quiet time consists of reading the scripture that is specific to that day. And then I listen to the podcast that goes along with the the specific scripture that you're reading. And Tara Lee Cobble is the one that does the podcast. I highly recommend the Bible recap. If you're looking to go through the Bible in a year and you want to do it in chronological order, Tara Lee Cobble, the Bible recap does such a great job of just breaking it down, connecting the dots. I love the fact that we're doing it in chronological order. I'm at the end of Deuteronomy right now. And so she coupled, not she, but it's not just her plan. uh, But uh, the plan actually coupled Psalm 91 today with the end of Deuteronomy. So um, yeah, it's just, it's good stuff. And don't worry that it's June. So if you haven't started and you're thinking, well, okay, I'll do the Bible in a year. I'll do that next year. I'll start in January. Don't worry about that. Start with day one and move on from there. I actually didn't start the plan until the end of March. So yeah, just if that encourages you, yeah, just start it, start it, start it now, wherever you are. So my reading the other day, I told you guys I'm in Deuteronomy and I was in chapter 31 So let me set the stage of what is happening in Deuteronomy chapter 31. Moses is reviewing God's law with the Israelites one last time before they enter the promised land. Moses knows that he is not going to step foot in the promised land. So while they are reviewing the law, Moses actually, they have this ceremony where they commission uh, Joshua as the next leader. So Moses is pretty much passing his leadership baton on to Joshua and it, and it happens in front of the Israelites and 
in chapter 31, verses 14 through 18, we read about God telling, basically, Moses and Joshua, he's saying, hey, hey, here's how things are going to go. Like, once you get into the promised land, this is how things are going to go. And spoiler alert, it's not smooth. Not that anything has been smooth with the Israelites and uh, them breaking out of slavery from the Egyptians. Like, nothing, I feel like, has been smooth. But God, in this this little part of Scripture, God foretells how the people will abandon him. They will worship other gods. How they will forget the promises they made and, and all that God had, had done for them while they were in the desert. And as I was reading this, man, this really just kind of stood out to me for a couple reasons. First, Joshua, brand new leader, he is starting his leadership journey, basically knowing that the people that he's going to lead are going to be disobedient. Like God is just like, oh my, my heart kind of hurts for Joshua a little bit because God is kind of like, hey, uh, this is what I'm calling you to do. And by the way, it's going to be a rocky start. So yeah, it's kind of a motivation killer, right? The other thing that stands out is Joshua has not pursued this leadership position on his own. This is a position appointed by God. Joshua is is just being obedient at this time. And really by taking this position, he's merely doing what God has asked him to do, going where God has told him to go. So uh, if we are in God's will, man, shouldn't it look different? Shouldn't we be blessed by God when we are obedient to his prompting and calling? Holy smoke. I wish it was like that all the time. But as we can clearly see, it doesn't always work out like that. I know for me, when I move and go where God is leading me, I have this this expectation that things will run smooth. I know that God loves an obedient heart, but... When I take on a new endeavor and things start to go awry, honestly, I start second-guessing myself. I start asking myself questions like, Ooh, did I move on my own or was I following God? Mm, did I hear God wrong? I thought God was telling me to pursue this, but it just isn't working out like I thought it would. Maybe I didn't hear it from God. Maybe this is all my motivation. Yeah, all of those questions start just running rampant in my head. So my question to you guys, like, have you ever found yourself asking those questions? Have you ever, whether it's a new chapter in life or just a new endeavor that you're taking on with work or maybe just a a different season in your life, but it's a season that you feel like God has called you to, and then once you take the step to, to step into that season because you're thinking, man, I know that God's called me this. I'm going to step into that season. And then it just doesn't go the way, I mean, let's just put it, it, it goes terrible, right? Like it, it, everything goes sideways. So have you ever asked yourself those questions where you are really just second guessing everything? Now, just a nugget for all of us to think about, Jesus, fully God, fully man, came to earth on a mission to save us. We know that, right? Now, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, was in full support, by the way, of Jesus leaving the throne and coming to earth. And not only coming to earth as fully God, fully man, but as a baby. Hello. But his life on earth was full of problems. It wasn't smooth at 
all. And okay, I know this and I'm thankful for this, but then somewhere along the way, I think that things will be different for me. And my argument is, but I'm doing God's will. I mean, dang, right? Yeah. So my question for you all this week is, what are you second guessing right now? Is there anything that you're second guessing right now? Where has God led you and you followed him into a great big mess? Or it feels like a great big mess. Just a bit of encouragement for you. If some of the greatest leaders in the Bible followed the Lord's leading and things did not go smooth, dude, you are in good company. Remember, our job as Christians, as Christ followers, our job is obedience, not obedience with blessings, right? Man, I, I, and again, I'm saying this because this is a reminder for me more than anything. Yeah, sometimes the blessings happen, and when they do, oh my goodness, praise God. But when they don't, oh my goodness, like our job, lean into the Holy Spirit and be guided by that. Don't be guided, again, like we talk about how Christians should be process-oriented and not result-oriented. Be a part of the process, right? What is God trying to show us? What is God trying to teach us? What is God trying to take? Is he trying to take something out of our heart that shouldn't be there? Because anything that he takes away from us, it's to make us look more like him. Somehow, some way. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that was, that's a big one, right? So go back, read that, just check out Deuteronomy chapter 31. It's good. Check out the Bible recap if you're looking for something to, to get into. It's good. But holy smoke, I hope that this was helpful for you guys this week. I hope you guys have a blessed week. And of course, as always, I hope you spend the rest of the week all jacked up. <laughs>